this was Ben's suggestion to do this mid-season uh, recap discussion of uh, season eight. I think it's a good idea. Um, obviously, this past episode, this episode three, like you said, Greg was pretty polarizing. Yeah, I think the I think the the season thus far has been um, a bit a bit. I'd, I'd best to describe it just. Wasted potential, in my opinion, so far. And I've enjoyed every episode. I've not, I've not not enjoyed myself. I think just feeling overall a little let down. Yeah, you have to realise that the bar's really high, isn't it? Sure. Like so, for if you if you just comparing it against like TV as a whole, it's fucking brilliant. But if you're comparing mm-hmm. it comparing it against as a Game of Thrones, then you know it's not been uh, not been top of its form at least. Ben, what are your thoughts on the season so far? I'm I'm just confused why you don't think it's. I don't know why you think this is a poorer season than the rest. It's not like there's not been boring episodes in the past setting something up. No, it's it's not necessarily um, that been about. What you're saying. Yeah, it's not necessarily about like boredom. It's been about, and it it's something that was going to have to happen. It's just they've cut so many storylines out, and they've cut so many characters out just because they need to bring it all to the same place um, I think it's lost some of it's Game of Thrones magic because of that you know just just for me I think there's always something about having these really intricately wound and intricately tied plots um, one of the reasons I've been disappointed with it is because um, we know how condense this final season is we know that it's only six episodes long yeah um and i was generally okay with episode one it served a similar purpose to most of the first episodes um and it's just kind of laying a foundation Mm. showing where the characters are um, it's a bit faster than some though you know some of the in in recent seasons some of the first episodes have been really slow but this was Mm -hmm. well it has to be with only six episodes isn't it so yeah this this was uh, a faster pace than historically recent memory at but least it's, it's not six episodes though is it I mean you've got to look at it in a sense that the last four are an hour and a half so you're in, right. a, in yeah. a sense it's actually eight episodes just the longer ones are yeah, yeah they're just the long don't, TV movies don't, don't feel like it though does it no this episode two I think let me possibly let me down the most maybe not the most I don't know but it just seemed like filler it was just this and I, I think I get what they're going for it was just a nice kind of somber episode mm calm before the storm i guess um with all the character with all the characters just you know mulling over what's to come and just having nice quiet moments to talk and and yeah things like that but i don't know i didn't i don't think you can afford that in in when we're so close to the end because it's you know it's convinced as it is i was expecting more they've got they've got to draw it away from from king's landing though i mean episode one was still a little bit of Cersei with the, the Golden Company coming along. But episode two was solely focused. We haven't seen King's Landing for two episodes now. It's, it was solely so focused been there. almost exclusively at Winterfell. Yeah, and, and as you saw it from the third episode, there was yeah. nothing else other than the battle. So they had to... They had to. They can't just not have anything before it. That, that was yeah. the pre-battle. The battle no, was I, an entire episode to fit that in. Yeah, I agree. You, could, you I couldn't have that something. full episode as a battle if you didn't... If you then had to have the the build-up in that same episode. It wouldn't have worked. Yeah, I agree. I think it needed something um, to kind of contrast it. 
Um, the thing that I always think about in these situations is day and night. Um, no, um, two towers, you know, back at Battle of Helm's Deep. So leading up to the Battle of Helm's Deep, they had a lot of preamble and a lot of kind of somber moments, a lot of just characters talking and stuff like that. And when the battle kicked in, it's it's you know it's all it's all go. So you you kind of need that. It's like the uh, the deep breath before the you know before you charge it. You know what I mean? So yeah, the yeah. I, th I think it needed it. You know, you can maybe argue that it didn't do it as well as it should have, or it should have done it differently. There's some good moments in there though. I really like. Yeah, I, I think it, I think it was just my own expectations. I think that's that's really that um, made me feel less happy about that second episode yeah. i don't know i think i went in I've, I've gone into this season expecting um a lot crammed into uh, fewer episodes yeah <clears throat> so I, I think i think that's ultimately why i felt a bit disappointed it was just it was very somber um and so was the first episode so i, was, I don't know i think i was just expecting more do you not think this is possibly uh, a problem caused by martin himself and the fact that he's not finished the story Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean... It's a big problem. Yeah. The all, all the set stories and the side stories were set by him in his books, and now they're having to tie up the story of the, the, the series, but they don't have yeah. the level of detail that they had no the doubt about to it. go off. So Absolutely. Yeah. It's not. I wouldn't say it's a criticism of the of the story of the seasons on TV. I would say it's more of a criticism of Martin himself that they, getting on it, with it. It, sh it should blame, let's be honest. But, yeah, Martin isn't blameless whatsoever like he should have yeah. he should have sorted his shit out and he should have written the books and no one would be bitching about you know all oh, the story's not fulfilling because that's the that's the story that he wrote he's you know he's judged during an execution for this story isn't he so you can't say oh it was it should have been this way when no that's it, it's it's how he wrote it what i can say is that i really don't feel his books will be very similar at least or even a little bit similar to um to what we've seen in the past couple of episodes if he writes them of course yeah well that's the big worry in it uh, i don't necessarily know if he's going to get there let's hope he does like but... yeah and i think that the the and i think a lot of people will agree that the game of thrones the show has taken a dive since we've We've got to the end of uh, the written, the books. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> got to the end of George George's writing. Um, that, that's a point in my extensive notes that I've written. Um, it's a little bit further down. I don't want to jump to it. You, you, you're putting me off kilter. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where where it is actually. I've got so much written down. Um, continue. I'll, I'll, I'll. Yeah, I just they don't. They don't write in the same way. Um, I can't remember the showrunner's names. Um, DB Wise, David Benio. Um, they don't write in the same way. They don't have that attention to detail, and that um, you said before that George writes very pragmatically. His stories make sense. Yeah, first and foremost. He, does, yeah. <clears throat> he doesn't put people in situations that don't. That, I, don't I don't know. Yeah. So, Do you know, you know what I'm trying to say? I know, I, I know exactly. So let me just, and again, I, I, I apologise for kind of reading verbatim here. but So I've put arguably bad writing, because not everybody will see it that way. Um, and it's it's 
there was a note there was a noticeable down uh, downturn since they ran out of the book material um, what I've said here is that um, in in a sense the the betraying some of the characters in what they stand for um, and the going for sort of like popcorn cinema instead for like big kind of set piece moments and grand oh you know he did this she did that yeah. um, and those kind of moments are inevitably taken up by someone like John or Daenerys because these are kind of like big central characters you know and they can do the big grand shit you know Daenerys can appear on the dragon and John can I don't know miss um, fighting a, a white walker um, but one of the things that George Martin always did is even the characters that couldn't necessarily do those like huge set piece moments you know weren't like physically able or you know weren't that kind of character like like a Davos or, or mainly the one that I've written down here is um, is Tyrion so one of the lines in in the book and in the series as well is he they always said a, a small man can cast a large shadow uh, mm-hmm. and the idea behind that is that, you know despite Tyrion not necessarily having all these kind of like skills and not got dragons and he's not a great physical fighter he can still impact the world significantly but if you look back genuinely try to look back and I, I had a think I had to think about it you might be able to find something I missed but when was the last time Tyrion actually did something significant I've thought that exact same thing like genuinely well, significant for like, that depending on like, a, bad, a bad decision you mean after all he did for no, like no. two seasons, but anything impactful, anything where yeah, he where he's actually... impacts the story in a big way. He was driving the plot. He was, well, he was driving his own plot in yeah. earlier seasons, and he's very he's very pivotal. But he hasn't done a whole lot since we left George's writing. And not necessarily something he didn't do either. Like you know, you see Daenerys in the story at the moment, blaming him for not not foreseeing something. That yeah, losing it, two, it, two it, armies and yeah, it, that's that's something he's not doing. When was the last time he actually did something? And well, it's, I, I, it's I still think he's got a big, a big, big part to play oh, in I, the I, final I, episodes. Ab- absolutely, yeah, no doubt about it. Absolutely. Um, but it, it, it seems like he's been, he's taken a back seat um, in in <clears throat> recent seasons than he has previously, and not just Tyrion, uh, Varys. Hmm. Varys, who I love and I've loved for so long, he's just he's such a fantastic yeah, he, character and well written. He's definitely been non-existent in this. These episodes. He's been very non-ex- non-existent. What's, what did he do in this latest episode? I mean, not well, he cowered in, exactly. he cowered was, in the crypt. He, he was just yeah, he was just scared in a crypt. Yeah. Uh, but what's he done in the last two seasons, really? Yeah. And I, I've wrote the same here, so I've re- written Davos and Brienne as being the two um, key ones, other than Tyrion that I wrote down. Because they've just not done anything significant since the book ran out. Now, in the book, these guys are involved in plot lines that are cut out of the series. So yeah. the Davos and Brienne are in plot lines that have been cut from the series that were never in the series to start with. So obviously they have to sort of come up with a reason for them to be around the story still, even though they're supposed to be you know, elsewhere. Um, and they've done... Where are they supposed to be right now? So Davos was the one that was sent to find Rickon. Right. So in the books, um, Davos was sent to find Rickon 
because they anticipated that Rickon was like the last remaining Starker. Uh, and Davos was sent to Skargos, which is an island off the coast of the north, because that's where Osher took Rickon. And in the books, Rickon, like, it's anticipated that he's turned into like this feral child. Because right. he was only like really young when all the shit happened. He was like four, if that. Um, so yeah, so Davos is he's, he's away doing that, and Brienne is involved in the storyline of Lady Stoneheart. Right. And I don't know, if Ben. Catelyn. Yeah, Ben. I don't know if you do. Lady Stoneheart is the resurrected Catelyn. Um, who didn't get resurrected properly because she's. Yeah, she doesn't really. Remember who she is, yeah. She has no idea. She just wants revenge on the phrase. Um, and it was actually Beric that gave up his life, gave up his like gift of resurrection to her because he, he thought it was a good idea. For whatever so, so, in a sense, it's, it's, from a sense of it, there's no, there's no comparison between the book and the TV series at this point. For, the, for those characters, at least. Yeah. For, for some yeah, there's characters. Been, there's sure. been plenty of altered storylines and diverging paths. Yeah. Th- throughout. What, since season one, since the whole thing, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. My my gripe there is is that they've sidelined so many, and I understand why they've done it. I I get it. Like, haven't yeah, just, yeah, yeah, they, it to refer they it to. So. They don't have time, and they don't necessarily have money, and they don't necessarily have um, the ability to kind of keep all these plot threads going along at the same time when shit such significant stuff's happening. But it is a big. You know, it, it's a big glaring hole for me when you compare it to the books. It's like, yeah. what could have been? What could have been with these stories? What could have been with these characters? Um, so that's probably where I fall differently because I've not read the books. So yeah. I'm only going off what I've seen. And so, what I've seen, I've enjoyed. But do you think they're using all the characters at the disposal well? Well, my, one, of my, all, a lot of one of my criticisms for the earlier seasons was it was flying around too much. Right. I, I was... Time wasn't really progressing. There was too much. There was so well. It's not too much. Cause obviously, now it comes together. But there was so much going on, and they were so far apart. It was a whole episode devoted to Daenerys, um, and then a whole episode devoted to King's Landing. And it's you kind of forget what's happening somewhere else until they bring them together in a in a, either a conflict or a, a link. A character from one side appears somewhere else, and that's your only link. I mean, it was till it was series seven before we got Daenerys and Cersei even meeting. So, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? People have a different opinion on that. I I, I like the really kind of varied stories that that it was all set up because you knew that it was all going to culminate somewhere at some point. Yeah, yeah, it had to. They all serve the purposes, and that's and that's what would make it more meaningful down the line when at, they finally clash. Yeah, at the end at the end of the day, it's it's the battle for the Iron Throne. It always has been. But. Well, no. <laughs> See, yeah, that's another position you and I very much disagree with. Um, so, should we, should, we, should we open and actually talk about the episode? Episode three. From the sounds of it, from the conversations we've had, I'm on the I'm on the loved it. Greg, you're on the hate it, and Danny, you're somewhere in the middle, more pushed towards the hate it. Yeah, I think that I think that goes for the three of us in general yeah. <laughs> but um I, I think i'm leaning more towards greg if i'm honest I, I didn't like it a whole lot and i felt i felt pretty let down by it yeah um i listen i i you know i definitely am more towards that hate it thing i don't i didn't hate the episode 
I don't hate Game of Thrones. I, I really, really like Game of Thrones. It's one of my favourite series. It's, it's because I'm so passionate about it, because I like it so much that I drug it, judge it so harshly. Mm-hmm. Because I, I want it to be better than it is. And it's disappointing when it isn't. I do try my best not to overanalyze and and you know go down that rabbit hole too much because I find myself ruining my own experiences of whatever whatever I'm watching if it's if it's Game of Thrones or or whatever if I'm watching wrestling or anything I can I can always find myself just like getting too nitpicky and stuff and I ruin I end up ruining my own um, enjoyment of it I try my best not to with Game of Thrones um, sometimes you can't help it yeah sometimes sometimes it's difficult to see past the things that you disagree with yeah and this being a culmination of what a 10 year story um i felt let down okay so so maybe what what did you like because that's my first I pa- it... first paragraph in my notes it's the shortest paragraph <laughs> <laughs> um i mean i did enjoy the episode it wasn't a bad episode as as, a, as an episode of tv as an episode it was good yeah it was good um Ben and I have spoken about it. It was extremely tense. Yeah, absolutely. I spent that entire episode just not knowing where it was going. I was sat on the edge of my seat with my pretty much my mouth open the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Well, go, so go on, Ben. You 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 enjoyed yourself. You enjoyed the episode. So I did. And go into it for us. I, like I say, I'm really confused as to why you don't. And I know there's been a lot of criticism in relation to the lighting. Um. <clears throat> It's very I dark. I think that's just one. I think that's one yeah. small aspect of why. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people that have had very big complaints about it because they couldn't see the episode. Um, but obviously, from my point of view on that, it had to be. It's called the Long Night. The episode is literally the Long Night. It's there's no light. It's the Middle Ages. Uh, there's no torches. There's no floodlights, streetlights, or anything like that. It's all candle, candlelight, and flames. Yeah. yeah. So it it had to give that sort of feel. And when the Dothraki go charging in, and the only light there is is the light on their swords. Yeah. But, um, they are they are going into the unknown. They, they, they would be charging across a field into blackness. That was one of my favourite shots, if I'm honest, in the entire... Maybe even in the entire series. Just yeah, there's, there's, there's a side-on shot. All the lights got, going off. As there's a side-on shot, though, in, in that that I think is my favourite. The above shot? No, 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 it's a side-on shot. So it's where right. the horses are charging... The fireballs yeah. are flying over the top. You've got um, ghosts running alongside, and the flames on the on the Dothraki swords, and they're just just all screaming. And then mm-hmm. you get that just wall, and it just. I personally it. liked um, the perspective from Daenerys and Jon. Jon and Snow, up, yeah. Up on up on the the cliff there, I thought that was really yeah. really nice. I like the really far back one where mm-hmm. you're you're with the rest of the army, and you just yeah, you, off you see the lights, darkness, yeah. and then the lights. From Sansa going. and uh, Arya's perspective as well was quite good when they when Look it lights up on one side and just flows across from left to right yeah that was that was really good no i, I guess there at is that a... point i turned around and was just like oh my god they stand a chance here they've got fire now that's, yeah. that's awesome there is a counterpoint then... towards that though is that you know i mentioned um two towers earlier on yeah, yeah. battle of hems deep that was in the dark i didn't struggle what seeing that that was lit well i could actually see what was going on but it wasn't it wasn't the dark it was it was day I would I would say it was day, but very rainy and cloudy. It was raining. It wasn't dark. No, it was definitely it was raining. Elm's Deep was it definitely night. in the dark. Yeah, it was definitely at night time because the whole point of like Gandalf will arrive with will arrive at dawn on the third day. Yeah, and it was night of the second day when the the fight was happening. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 
you know, again, I, I can sort of understand why they did this because you're right, it's called the long night. So it'd be stupid if it was shot during the day. Yeah. Yeah, it would be stupid. I if think it was they shot just missed the mark with it. It just. It, it didn't translate to a good viewing experience because of it. I think the I, way I they... get what they're going for, and they tried but, it. And no, I, I disagree work. again because you know when the the, the arm of the dead was running up towards what was now the Unsullied, because obviously the Dothraki had gone. That you could hear them, you could hear them, and it was the fear of not knowing what's about to come out of the darkness. I thought that was also very powerful. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I don't think the entire the, the entire episode it was shit because of the use of darkness. No, Sometimes they used it well. Case in point, what you just said. Yeah, but I didn't feel as though the rest of the episode was was too was, dark. Some, some was just hard, just hard to watch, and yeah, just, well, and just, m- just struggled. I bet that Melisandre the, put the lights on. Yeah. yeah, she turned the lights on. She, she took pity. What on comes to mind with me was the the dragon fight that happened in the air. I couldn't tell what the hell was happening. Yeah, I didn't know who was fighting who. And Why? I, I, well, I think one of the things that doesn't help is the way that they shoot battles. They tend to have a very chaotic cutting style of cutting between mm. camera angles and views and um, like wide and wide lenses and stuff like that. And yeah. it's to show how chaotic battle can be. It works really well in some cases. So like the Battle of the Bastards, it worked really brilliantly for. But it was shot in the day that the Battle of the Bastards. So whilst it's really chaotic, you can actually see between the shots whereas this was very dark and very chaotic so even between the shots you were still like kind of squinting and like, what's going on who's that what's yeah like i had no idea like you were saying that the three dragons other than when they bro- breathe fire i have no idea which dragon it is yeah is it is it drogon is it um the ice dragon i've but yeah, is that is that not again what they did they intended? Because it was so dark that even yeah. Jon Snow and Daenerys crashed into each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that they, they've put something on the screen that they didn't intend. I, yeah, I, yeah, but just because they intended it doesn't mean it yeah. necessarily worked. I th- necessarily translated one. Yeah, didn't to me at least. I didn't. Yeah. And again, it's like I said, it's polarizing. You know, some people yeah. think it worked really well, some people don't. I'm more on the side of. I, I struggled. I didn't struggle loads. I could I could follow it just about, but you know I would have liked to have seen more. Given the option, like how I maybe switch the big light on. <laughs> maybe it was a case of keeping the cost down. Possibly, because yeah, it was the most CGI. it was the most expensive episode they've ever made. Yeah, um, it took a long time as well, didn't it? So they did a lot. Yeah, of... and having the long shots in an episode like that would have made it far more expensive. Um, they could probably skimp on the level of detail on the CGI because they don't need to cover it as much. Maybe that's maybe that's what they did. I don't know. But uh... I didn't realize Ghost and uh, Jorah were such best buds. Yeah. They, just, they went running into battle together. together. Yeah, I don't realize how they got back out of the dark. No. Unless jo- unless Jorah turned around before he got there. Yeah. He realized what was happening. I have a few issues with that whole charge. Um, apart from it being a a dumb idea, yeah. <laughs> yeah. send your entire Dothraki fleet out into darkness, into, the, into unknown. the unknown, into the unknown. It just it doesn't make any sense. But I had issues off the bat with Melisandre showing up. She she shows up through the darkness, comes from the enemy's side. How did she get there? 
fast travel. Well, not just that. Yeah, everyone can fast travel. <laughs> 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 Especially but, Theon, uh, yeah. But she just, but but she just says, you know, tell them to raise the swords, and they do. They listen to her. They don't even know who she is. I don't think. Have they ever met? I don't think Jorah's met. Melisandre. No, I don't think. Jor- has, he? Have they not, has he not met a red woman before, though, or was that someone else? Um, there was another. Um, there was another red. Was one, another red witch. I think it was Kinvara. Who um, yeah spoke to Tyrion and she was in Varys. Um, Marine. But again, they weren't. Yeah, and so it wasn't related yeah. to them because they were underground. Whatever happened to her? Just sort of yeah, like mentioned her and then just never came back. Mm. <laughs> again, there's another Martin storyline that disappeared. Mm. I guess. Ah, uh, that didn't happen in the. the <laughs> didn't oh well, there you go then. It's a storyline <laughs> created then. <laughs> but I think I think it, that shows a lot the the style of writing as opposed to George's in this episode in particular, because there's so many there's there's a lot of examples of characters being put in situations where they're vastly outnumbered by the dead, and they survive, and it's 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 almost like they don't have the conviction they don't have the balls to kill certain characters off, not that I'm. Not that I'm yearning for these characters, I actually want every one of them to live, but it's unreasonable to think that they will. Some especially will die given, still. especially of course, but especially given the situations they put in, it, it's why write why write characters in into a certain situation if you're not going to pull the trigger on it. Look at Sam in that episode. There was literally a point where John's walking through that courtyard and yeah, Sam's on the him. floor screaming, <laughs> and he walked on. Sam's not even the fight a fighter, you know, and he's 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 on the floor screaming, surrounded. He still lived. He still lived. There's shots of Jamie and Brienne surrounded and stuff like that. Well, the initial charge knocked everyone to the floor. Yeah, he just and he, not one he, of them. He doesn't make much sense for them to to survive. Again, why don't don't write these characters in in that kind of situation if you if you can't mm. pull the trigger on it? Because so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw that's some not out what's here. Been done in the past. So, I think I enjoyed that episode so much with it being episode three. So I may have a very similar opinion to you two by the end of episode six. It depends where it goes from it. Now, I've got theories and places that I think it's going to go, and I hope it goes because I'm sort of seeing it potentially happening. Yeah. But if but if that doesn't happen, I will probably fall back on, well, that might have been a wasted opportunity. Well, so, like, I mean, again, I... I don't want to derail, but I guess... So I, I, I've written a bit here, so... As I was saying, I do have the issues with the, the dark and the light and stuff like that, but that, they, they weren't deal-breakers for me. I did enjoy it regardless of those things. Um, and like I said, the entire time... It's still a really good episode of television. It's For me, it's not a really good episode of Game of Thrones, but it's a really good episode of television. I, I still really enjoy it. However, my biggest issue here with with this all is not the the directing decisions. It's not the uh, you know the lighting decisions or even the cinematography or whatever. It's it's the story, um, and as we were just saying, is that the decline of the story since uh, George Martin wasn't able to continue f- or, or whatever and. I appreciate, you know, there's no one person that's to blame. It's not just the writers, the the two D&D, whatever the name is, Dan and David. It's not just their fault. 
it's a whole heap of things that have kind of been messed up uh, that have contributed to, to being where we are. Um, so, so what about this episode? Yeah, yes, this this is specifically specifically about this episode, but it, it is symptomatic of the entire last two seasons, for instance. Well, so the interesting thing about that as well is we didn't have these sort of comments at the end of episode seven when we did our last podcast. No, we didn't, and, and you're we've right. We've not looked at it, yeah, you, and we've now you're right, criticising yeah. things that we enjoyed last time. Yeah, you, you're right. Um, we haven't finished yet. There's still... Well, still four and a half hours to go. Hmm. There is a lot to tie up. There are a lot of characters still out there. And the final battle is still to come. Well, before we speculate on where we think it's going to go, um, can we talk about the um, use of the, the dead and the Night King yeah. and the White Walkers? Yeah, so, so this is this is the majority of my paragraphs. So I, I, do wanna, I didn't want to rush into it, but I, I do want to get there. So you're saying it's not the final battle, Ben? In my opinion, no. this should have been the final battle. So the series is called A Song of Ice and Fire. It's not called okay. A Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. The throne is evidently, in the books, irrelevant to what's going on. John says it all the time, who gives a fuck who sat on the throne? It doesn't matter. What matters is the unstoppable army of the dead that's coming from the north and is going to kill us all. Yeah, That should have been the final battle. So for me, they've got these two things the wrong way around. They should have dealt with Cersei first, and then dealt with. But we're not at the end yet. The dead. What you so you you're suggesting that the the dead storyline's going to continue? Possibly. I there mean, is some. There is there is still something that hasn't been explained regarding the Night King. Uh, there's a lot of things that haven't been re explained regarding the Night King. From that episode. Uh, from 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 everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm talking about this episode in particular. So let me let me just jump in. So. And again, I, I, I don't want to derail, so feel free to jump in and stop me at any point. But I'm just going to kind of try to belt out these notes because I've written some decent stuff and I want to get it off my chest. <laughs> so <laughs> Maybe we should publish it. Guys. Yeah, I should do some of that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll start a blog and yeah. it'll just be me reading it. Um, my mum might read it as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the first half of the episode I enjoyed for the most part. I thought it was tense, the music was great. The cinematography was good. There were some really questionable battle decisions, but you know, fuck it, why not? Uh, it was all for the favour of kind of this this hopelessness and this kind of feeling of of dread and, and whatever else. Yeah. The way it ended, and I'm going to jump a little. I'm going to jump and then work my way back. So the way it ended for me was a massive disappointment. So I'm going to start focusing and talking about Arya as a character. And I don't mean to single Arya out, but they've singled out Arya out for me. So, at this point, Arya is a superhero. Not that. More than any other character. Now, you can justifiably say, though, yeah, no, she's a, she's a, you know, she did loads of training, but she's a superhero. She does things that other people can't do. Period. Flat out. So she's this kind of legendary badass that goes around doing crazy stuff and the majority of it in in my eyes is for fan service a lot of people like Arya, she's developed mentally and emotionally with her storylines but it doesn't really justify what she's done so far, it doesn't really justify her role in this story um, 
So it feels to me like the writers wrote it because they know people like Arya and they think it'd be cool for Arya to come in and do all this shit. But what it did is, it wasn't the fact that it was Arya that did it. It was more the fact that it happened in that way at all that I that I was upset with. Um, is that this plot that was always built up to be so significant and so important and so whatever was just sort of like cut short in favour of giving Arya this big moment. And And one of the upsetting things is that as well is that you know I was saying if if John had had this moment if it had been John I probably would have been disappointed as well because I didn't want it but to John had so that easy. moment John had that moment he didn't all right he didn't kill the night king but he had the moment where he was he was surrounded I mean he, he did he did nothing in he, this story he, he, some, he, some, he, he did, somehow he managed did, to get back into the castle and he did very little this episode he did, he did nothing yeah. in this episode he he failed because he was he was he was accepting fate and standing in front of the dragon at the end so with with Game of Thrones, there's always been this kind of like two. Uh, not just Game of Thrones with the the books. There's always been this kind of split world. Is that you have like the magical storylines on one side, on one side of the coin, and the realistic storylines on the other side of the coin. And the realistic shit is like, you know, the throne and the King's Landing stuff and uh, whatever else. Where the magical stuff was always uh, the wall and the White Walkers and the Children of the Forest and, and I guess, dragons as well to to an extent. So, Just a quick question, Greg. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. In the books, because I might not have got to it, did Jon Snow die? He's dead in the books at the moment, yeah. Right, so he's not actually got past that. Yeah, he's, no. he's not been... Presumably, he will be resurrected. Presumably. But, he's yeah, he's dead in the books. He died the same okay. way as he did in... He was betrayed by... Uh, betrayed. Yeah. Nice watch. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um... So John always had this storyline, and not just John. There's a couple of other characters. So Bran was a huge one. They've always been involved in this magical shit and this this stuff going on, and this magical story always felt like it was the main thing to me. And for Arya, who was never involved in this, to just suddenly appear, I mean, Arya only found out that the undead army was a thing like halfway through episode uh, season seven. So it's only a couple of hours ago that like in in our time that she figured out that this was the thing and then suddenly she saved the world and she has essentially saved the world because she's killed them all like all the white walkers are dead all the whites are dead it's gone so i'll come back to that because i still yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. if that's, that's the case no i feel, yeah feel free but um so we've cut this story short Arya's come in for this kind of real good yeah Arya's cool moment and she is yeah i'm not denying that Arya's one of my favourite characters. But she's come in and ended this thing uh, and it, it, it should have it should have never been that way for me. Um, I know you said you, you would have been disappointed if it was John. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't feel exactly that way. I think I think John would have would have would have been great for it. Um, yeah. for obvious reasons. Obviously he's been he's been driving that plot you know for the entire for majority of the show and i i, um, I don't and some but and that makes sense for him to do it and sometimes it's okay to do what makes sense yeah yeah but it, it's know. always been Arya what that was, was going to kill the night king it's not well yeah it hasn't yeah it's not it's, it hasn't this it's been Arya for two years yeah it's been it's because they, two, they two said as much. Years, yeah 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 well, the, that's the, what i mean there was a line <laughs> well no, two years ago they've, they've never they've never put any the only foreshadowing that she was going to be the one to do this 
wasn't actually foreshadowing because it was written six, seven years ago before they had any idea of who mm. was going to do it. So mm. it was that line from Melisandre when she met him in uh, when she met Arya in like season two or three, yeah, first time. and she said, yeah. "You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna close lots of eyes, uh, brown eyes, blue eyes, green eyes." She yeah. it, it'd make more sense if she said blue eyes last, <laughs> but you know, brown eyes. But that whose was... eyes did she say last? Green. Corrected herself in this episode, though. Yeah, she said yeah. blue eyes last in this one. She, she still did, said yeah, green she... eyes, and green eyes, I think, is Cersei. No, but at the time she said she said green eyes. So, yeah. what what it's saying is, when they wrote that line, they had no idea that Arya was going to be the one to. So that's not foreshadowing. That's just a throwaway line. Hmm. So you can't say, "Oh, they planned for it," because that's not foreshadowing. And I think one of, one of the one of the the hallmarks of a great writer is foreshadowing is how well you can do foreshadowing because if you can do foreshadowing well and have people not see it and it's it's stirring them in the face and they, they've they've missed it then you're you're like a fucking god of writing you know that is the, the the best thing to ever do is to have people look back through your book and say i think fuck me like it was there stirring me in the face all along when they read through it a second time that's like the the, the holy grail of writing and that's not what they've done here so, so well, the... you've just you've got to go back to this. You've said that Martin wrote this, and he always had a reason for everything he did. Mm-hmm. So why did he say? Why did he write writing in? Melisandre and Arya, you've never met in the books. Right. That was a series thing. Right. So this is where I can like get a bit struggled because we need to sort of focus on the series. Yeah. Because it's 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 this is where you, the two arguments cross. So. Potentially, they've always planned for it to be Arya in the in the series. Two years. They they planned for two years, yeah. But not in the books. It's not going to be Arya in the books. I'd, I'd no, be, so, I'd, so I'd, that's I'd what be, I'm uh, saying though. So yeah. we've got it. We've got to look at it in a, in a series point of view. So where they planned for it for two years, it's going to be Arya. You know, I was just thinking that as you said, two two three years. That's when they knew it was going to be Arya. Does that? Does that line up with when they went off the books and when George may have told them the ending? Um, well, one of the they things... did know the ending. They kept it secret, obviously. Yeah, first and foremost is that they've chosen. Have not they to always go... known that ending from the start? Not always, because I, I, I don't know. I don't know when when that information was passed on. Yeah, not always. They had a they had a meeting a few years ago after the series had been going for a while, where he told them what was going to happen, and they've chosen right. not to tread on the same path. Right, okay. So the ending that we're going to get here is not going to be the same as the ending we'll get in the books. Right. Okay. Um, it, that's already. Which already is interesting to hear because. Yeah. Yeah. If we get it, that's the thing. If we get an ending in the book. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. So this might be the only ending we get. So. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah, going back to to the Night King plot. That's the main reason I I, I feel so. Uh, dejected with this episode is mm. it's this yeah like I said it's this culmination of, of a, a, a ten year plot that's been used so sparingly throughout you want to gotten glimpses of them the White Walkers yeah. um, the opening scene of the show in the first episode um, with with the those Night's Watch guys um, and because and because they've been used so sparingly it's just it's all it's done is just piqued your interest over time so when we finally get to this place it's like i've been waiting for this battle for so long i've been waiting to get to the long night the great war mm. 
that's bigger than anything. It's bigger, as you said, it's bigger than the throne. Yeah, it wasn't that long of a night, was it? <laughs> no, it was a pretty pretty average night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and that's why I feel so disappointed. It's it's yeah, it built for so long. The Night King did very little in it. You know, not, not even a not even a fight scene. Yeah. You know, I saw I saw a video uh, recently of the actor uh, who played him. Um, Vladimir Ferdick, I think his name is. Um, but it was played by two different people, wasn't it? Throughout the course of the series. Yeah, I think they recast Yeah, it. Yeah, that guy yeah. from Batman Begins was uh, played him for one or two seasons or something. Yeah. Uh, I actually so, remember yeah, it from I, Kingsman, actually. It was, uh, he's in that I one. saw him... I saw, I saw a video recently um, of him training for what I would have thought to be <laughs> he did nothing <laughs> a fight yeah like learning choreography or training for, for choreography I'll, I'll I'll find the clip and I'll show you um, but yeah it's just and he, he just did so so little he just he's done what he's always done yeah. throughout the whole show whenever we see him he's like looks menacingly mm. raises his arms we, he, hey we got a smile from him that's new and, hmm. and this is the thing is I don't know what I I don't know how to end this book. I'm not a writer, but I I wouldn't have ended it. I mean, like you said, this has been the ongoing thing. This this is the big war. This is the big battle. This is what it's all culminating in. It, it in in the extended universe, it, it matters so much. You know, the like the the, the whole um, prince that was promised prophecy was revolved around this. It was always wow. the last long yeah. night uh, and all sorts of shit, and it it's just culminating in in, in nothing really. So you've cut that storyline off. Why was John resurrected? Have they? Have they though? That's that's where I think I'm going. This Why? is where my thoughts are going. Why was John resurrected? In that episode alone, there are tangents and storylines that have been created that haven't been answered just from that episode, and I I have a feeling they they wouldn't put them in now. Unless they meant to finish it off in the final episodes. So, one point I'm going to throw out was who the Night King obviously is. Yeah. Um, and what he represents other than the Night King. Mm-hmm. So, the scene where Daenerys has the opportunity, fires down with Drogon, covers him in flames, and he gives that, that, that smirky look. Fire doesn't affect him. Now, why is that? The only people we know so far that can survive fire is Daenerys. No, Daenerys no, don't go there. Targaryen. Don't do that. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna go there because there is something else still going, and there is a reason why the end of where he died is slightly different. And I don't think he intended to kill Bran. Mm. No, I don't feel as though he was intending to kill Bran. Yeah, I, I can see um, where you're coming from. I had a similar thought. Yeah, I said there is something. I, I that there's something else there. that Bran's going to be. But Bran is going to be a really big part of the final episodes. I feel. I think he's. Um, and I think Tyrion is going to have something to do with it too. Um, Bran, we've had this recent series, last series, this series. Um, every time Bran sees someone he's not seen for ages, ah, oh, Bran, I'm not Bran anymore. <laughs> I'm not really Bran anymore. Fucking annoying. Like the three-eyed raven. But, yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> he is. He's the Three-Eyed Raven. He's not Bran anymore. But what is the Three-Eyed Raven? We don't really know. The only other time we saw the Three-Eyed Raven... I'll tell you what, Raven, he isn't. He's not a compelling character to watch. No, he's not. No. He's very, very white wall at the minute. Um, he's essentially Google these days. Yeah. But we, he, he already said in, in, the, uh, in the episode two, I think it was, he said he'll come for me. He already knew the Night King was coming for Bran. Mm. I know your search history. Yeah, um, that's yeah, yeah, a really weird taste in porn. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the the, the, uh, the Jamie Lannister when he first sees him when he comes back now when he's like, oh yeah, Jamie saw yeah. Jamie, <laughs> so I'm Jamie about saw it. him, but Bran didn't see did, yeah. Bran didn't see Jamie. No, he just saw what happened. Bran didn't see like, shit. Dirty bastard. Bran sees um, everything and nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but no. Where was Bran for that entire fight? He was he was walking. Why was walking. he walking? What was he doing? Hmm. There's got to be a reason. It's got to be a reason why he was walking. And what we saw was obviously he goes to the ravens, and the ravens go towards the night king, and etc. Um, but then we don't see anything further of Bran until he wakes up and goes to to Theon. Oh, you're a great guy, Theon. You're a, you're a, you're a real nice guy. Yeah, and then he fucking big compliment, run, run, big compliment Mira, though. Fucking Bran. No, no, I no yeah. So he, so he runs in and kills himself. Um, <clears throat> but I get, there's, some, there's something also, still with... Also, uh, you can get the upper hand on him. You can sneak in. That's the way I read that scene, anyway. You stop nah. it. Like Batman. Yeah. Ninja this, Batman. Is where I, this is where it falls back, so... In, this, in the sense of before when I was saying about the Targaryen, um, there is something to do with the Night King. He's got a, a, a greater power than a normal undead. Yeah, absolutely. Kill, be I mean, by fire. Arguably the first one, given what we know, which is not a lot. The only, the only other two things that we know can kill a White Walker is Dragonglass and Valerian Steel. Agreed? Mm. And we, we got the Valerian Steel. So, where did that dagger come from? The dagger came from Bran. Because he passed it to Arya and told her to keep it. Mm. But originally it came from back and back and back and back. It was originally from series one. Yeah. Um, but that Valerian steel dagger has been with the Starks for the entire time. But Bran possibly has some foresight rather than just going backwards. Um, oh, I think he does. oh, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think I agree, he has yeah. foresight. Yeah. And. <laughs> I don't think this was all just luck. And Let's be clear. I, I'm not saying that, that, that it just happened and there was no kind of like leading up to it. That, I'm not saying it all just look at I'm absolutely certain there was something behind it that we've not seen. There was Bran doing something somewhere, yeah. thinking, you know, doing Three-Eyed Raven shit. I absolutely certain And that, that Three-Eyed happened. Raven shit is the stuff that However, that's going to be the big part. That Because the Night King wasn't going to kill Bran. I don't think he was going to kill Bran. Yeah, but that doesn't... There was going to be some sort of connection. That doesn't change um, my mind that... that the threat is gone now. He might have done what some shit, it? they're going to explore it, but the threat of, like, the long night coming has suddenly gone, and it was ended no. in a really shit way. No, not necessarily. Are you shanking a bitch? Not necessarily. There's something with Bran, and I'm, I'm going to keep reiterating it, and it's got to be something that Bran has some other power. Um, There's a theory running around lately that Bran is somehow <clears throat> the... Lord of Light, or some sort of physical representation of him. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I heard that yesterday, actually. 
Yeah, I've seen some theories and some people talking, um, mainly Reddit. Um, and I've I, I seen something that, you know, all these times where Beric's been brought back, when John was brought back, it wasn't actually the, the priest's words. It was yeah, John, yeah. it was uh, Bran, sorry, uh, doing it himself and things think, things of that nature. Yeah. So it wasn't Melisandre lighting those swords on fire. It wasn't her lighting the trench. It was Bran. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, why, that's why it wasn't working for her. That's quite a cool, quite a cool idea. It's interesting, like too. Yeah. Doesn't ch- just ch- change the fact that the long night's over, though. No, well, like, there was something Tyrion said in that episode, episode three, whilst mm. he was in the crypt, and it was along the lines of, um, if I was up there, maybe there's something I would see that no one else can see. Um, and I have a feeling that that's related to Bran. Yeah. Whether there's going to be a conversation, whether there's going to be a conversation between uh, Tyrion and Bran in the next episode or the episodes to come, mm. um, and he'll realise something. Something will click within Tyrion. Well, they've had rea- a conversation, and I was hoping that was going to be explored a little more, but it hasn't been, and it may still be. But they had that long talk in yeah. episode two, mm-hmm. and they, sh- they shared a look before going out there um, at the start of episode three. But um, so he- yeah, here's a question to coin off what what you're going on Ben and I, I think what you're saying here is you know might well be right I, I I think you're right in a lot of regards I think that you know there is something that's going to be explored there with Bran I don't think the idea of it's just done and it's done I, I don't think that's the case however I'm interested to see how you think that it's still a problem to be dealt with what the Night King and the Dead. Yeah. So I'm I'm not saying that they won't do some more explanation and some more discussion yeah. and some more scenes with it. But how do why do you not? I'm not a writer. That the oh no, I agree. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> but why do you believe I'm not a writer, but... that the the long night, the actual event of the dead coming to take over the world and killing everything? Why do you think that that's not done? That that storyline. Yes. Or at least not the, the active part of the storyline is unfinished is business. It's unfinished <laughs> business in the sense of the Night King wasn't going to kill Bran. One of them was going to transfer something either way. Um, and I just got in the way, in effect. Now, if Bran gave the, the dagger to um, Arya, as he did, then you would think it would be coming from the Night King. Um in this sense of what he knows what the plan is. But it it's down to all all the parts where Bran has been walking in various seasons so far. Every time we see Bran walk, I think it's three times we've seen it now, where he's walked with the ravens and the ravens have gone and the Night King has been where he's been looking. He's drawn to the Night King in some way. And obviously he's he's been touched by him on his arm. Yeah. But there is there is some further connection between the two of them. And mm-hmm. that's got to be explored, because the way they put that episode together, mm-hmm. him walking for the duration of the episode, going to the Night King again, it's, it's a follow-up of what's already happened previously. And then just to sort of... He didn't, he didn't go up to him with his sword drawn, he didn't go up to him prepared to kill... If, if he was already willing to do it, he would have just done it. Yeah, I mean, the, the story the with Na- the Night King is always that he's a couple of step, steps ahead, isn't he? Yeah. So, but like both Bran and the Night King are clearly a couple of steps ahead of of what we're seeing. 
so yeah, I think I think there's there's some interplay there that's not yet come to light between the two of them. Absolutely, I agree. There's another rumor going around that he was going to present his sword to Bran. That's that's one rumor because he never he was he was preparing to draw it, wasn't he? But it doesn't feel as though he wasn't preparing to to slay it. There's some maybe possibly something to do with the sword. I don't know. Yeah, could possibly. Um, but it was it was almost like it was going to be a presentation of power to Bran to the Three-Eyed Raven. Mm. He would then be the Night King. Um, maybe Bran. Throw it in the prince that was promised, but it's not the right prince. The prince isn't the prince we're thinking. Um, it could be a, another ploy. They've, they've done plenty of those. Yeah, um, I mean, jo Bran's technically a prince because his brother yeah. was king of the north. Yeah, he's he's still a Stark. Um, so we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So in the way that it ended, then the episode of. Are you stabbing, and them all being turned into ice or dust or whatever, mm. or whatever happens? I cheered. Did that? <laughs> did that? Whether or not you cheered, did. did that satisfy you? Yes. Did you think that that was a good way to end the threat? Yes, at that point, and at this point currently, as I said before, I may feel differently mm. once the series is finished. I may be exactly the same place as you when I know how it ends, and if that is yeah. the way it ends, my, and the Night King is just gone in that episode, and we don't see any more related to the dead or my um, my largest disagreement there was that, like you said, it, it's just built up so much, and she stabs him, and it's done. Yeah, that's my thinking. It just I just left me feeling unfulfilled. Yeah, and she she stabs him, and he turns into ice crystals or whatever. And yeah. that's it. And now you appear out of nowhere. And she did appear out of nowhere because there was they were surrounded by a fucking army of undead and White Walkers. So she appeared out of nowhere, like Batman, and stabbed a dude, <laughs> and that was it. And mm -hmm. that just feels like a betrayal of the plot. All of this build up, all of this foreshadowing to this big event. And it's over because he got stabbed. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it was just un unfulfilling. Yeah. As I said, just just because of how much it's built up. Yeah. And, and that's the same and... thing they were saying, like with John. If it had been John to do the same, I might have been less disappointed, but I would still have been disappointed because it so, would have been John just stabbing a dude then, and that would have been a bit. Let me throw this out then. So if that episode had been episode six, and we'd already fought with King's Landing, Cersei, and the Golden Company. Would you feel the same way? It, would you be happy with that episode to end? And it ended like that? Yeah. No, I won't be. I, I might even be even more disappointed. Right. Because there'd, there'd be no hope of exploring the story a little bit more at that point, if it's literally the last episode. Well, that would, have been, this... that would have been a fire and ice battle. Who's the fire? The dragons, the trenches, the Dothraki swords. The, the fire was all there. Right. I mean, it was never a, a battle between a fight. It was a song of ice and fire, not a battle. But whatever. It's supposed to be. It was two dragons in a sense as well. There was two dragons. One was ice dragon, and one was a fire dragon. Yeah, but two dra two fire dragons. That it was all parts of that were a were a fight of I mean, ice and fire. The the idea behind a song of ice and fire is that it's supposed to be a an allegory or a synonym for the prince that was promised. 
it's a person. Hmm. Not a thing, not an event. Well, that's Jon Snow then. Potentially, yeah. Because Jon Snow was was a, a Stark, a Snow, that's the cold, and he's now technically a Targaryen, that's the fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it just a story about Jon Snow? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be. Or it, 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 it suggests that way, yeah. So, so in that sense, your song of fire and ice, ice and fire has nothing to do with that episode, in a sense of, well, the Night King's dead. Exactly. Uh, but if it's, that's what I mean, so it's possibly it's Jon Snow. Yeah, that's what, we're, that's what I'm aiming at. Right. So, and why is that a problem? Because Arya isn't Jon Snow. doesn't have to be. Maybe it's to do with the final battle that's still to come. No, I'm not having John go and shank Cersei. Fuck no, Cersei. John won't, John, John won't kill Cersei. No, she won't. Jamie will kill Cersei. No, he won't. Whatever. Jamie will kill. Jamie yeah, I agree. I think Cersei. Jamie will kill Cersei. <clears throat> but, I think Tyrion will die John, as well. John at this point is just a cheerleader for Daenerys for the rest of the three episodes now. He's been marginalised. Well, he's, been, well he's, he's turned into Varys. No, no. <laughs> and I think that's something else that's going to change as well he's now. now because Daene- Daenerys has lost her army in effect. Her, she hasn't got the force behind her that she had when she went to Winterfell. She came with the Unsullied, she came with the Dothraki, mm. she came with fucking everyone. And 95% of them are wiped out. Yeah. They're on level ground now. But they've got like... And, it's, she's, they've got like and she's just been told that... They, well, they've got like he Brienne might be the to the and, throne. Uh, Brienne and Sam, who are pretty much immortal at this point. So they could just like walk. <laughs> and they could be killed. No, but, Too much plot armor. But in a sense, they're pretty level grounded. The only way that Daenerys now is going to be able to take control of the North, I think, is if... Oh, I mean, she's Auntie got control of the North, Auntie, yeah. Be clear Auntie and, and nephew technically get together. It's already playing that anyway. I know it's, it's Game of Thrones. I mean, it's sort of already would, irrelevant because he's bent the knee. He has bent the knee. Yeah. But that was before he was the, the heir to the Iron Throne. As soon as the North finds out about that, I think John is disinterested in that, though. Yeah, me too. Of course he is. I don't think he's he does. But he's a man of his word, and he's like you say, he's already bent his knee, so he's the man of his word, and he always has been. He was at the end of Series 7, he yeah. has been throughout. Um, but not necessarily everyone else. But John you, is a man of his word, but is the norm. Do you, do you think that we this... We had the little this, girls okay, running and stabbing a giant in the eye. So if, if the... If the books are called A Song of Ice and Fire and John is that Song of Ice and Fire or potentially evolved in that Song of Ice and mm. Fire in some way. Do you think he's des- do you think this, the, the books are all about who gets to sit on the Iron Throne or, at, at the end of it? No. So what relevance does the thing with Cersei yeah, have to the, to, the, to, the, to the to fulfill in the story? I don't necessarily think it's going to end with all their questions answered. No, I, I agree. I don't think it will end with all the questions answered. Too many, too few questions answered. And I think that'll be where they'll end it. I think they won't answer it. And I think it'll be more along the lines of who the Night King was. I think they'll explore... I think they'll explore the Night King thing a little bit. I think we probably won't really get any definitive answers as to what's going on there. We're not going to really get an idea of... Um, motive or or you know we might get a couple more flashbacks and we might get an idea of what Bran was doing when he was 
being birds. Well, another well, that's it. That's another thing, and I didn't actually go into it when I said it. But Bran has already affected the past whilst he was walking or in his little visions, because he affected the same thing with with Hodor uh, in season five, or was it season six? I don't know which one. Yeah. Um, but he's already affected the past, mm-hmm. or or he's manipulating the past. Yeah. Now that's something else that I think could possibly be what was happening while he was walking within this battle. Um, yeah, no, I agree, yeah. Now, that could be a ploy. It could be uh, affecting the way that something changes. It could have an effect on Arya. It could It could be anything. Yeah, I think but we might work... see a bit of a, a montage is the wrong word, but some scenes of him going and influencing key things to lead Arya to... Winterfell to stab yeah. the Night King. I don't know if that's that's what it'll be. I'm thinking more along the lines of we might have a have a an alternate scene of what might have been, um, or an alternate scene that we see through Bran um, of what he did, yeah. um, and we get a culmination of that in Episode Six of the outcome or the the result of what he did. Um, it's, it's, there's something about that that walk. I, I don't know what it is. It's bigger than I think we know so far. I agree. It's mm. it's yeah. It's intriguing. I don't I don't I don't think that they're gonna leave that alone. I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's it's intriguing. Yeah, but the the problem is is that it now doesn't. Matter. I hope it's intriguing. Yeah. Well, me too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. If it ends. Like you're saying, we all just go, well, they've got to have a, p- a final battle down and nothing's explored, then yeah. I will be as disappointed that, as you two. Yeah, yeah but, um, but that's the thing is, does it does it matter now? What, what, matter what, now he, what? what he was going to do? Does that matter? No, because there's still the possi- there's still the unknown at the minute. And this is where I say about reflecting on it at a later time. It, it, yeah. it might be disappointing then, but at the minute... My thoughts aren't of disappointment. They're of, oh, where is this going to go? Yeah. I'm, I'm still thinking all, all nerve endings are firing, and I'm like, oh, God, could be that, could be that, could be that. Yeah. yeah. No, I, until I that's, same way. Until I that's written away. I agree. I, yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to write you off and trying to be like cutting you off at every, every turn. I, I don't want to be that at all. I agree. I think that there's, like I said, there's four and a half hours, four and a half hours worth of stuff. There's like two films worth of stuff to explore. Yet, and so I think you, you think there's only going to be one battle. There's, so there's stuff one of those episodes will be in one of those episodes. It'll be probably as long as the one we've had. Yeah, but um, my... so the other two are story related, I would say. Yeah, my 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 overarching concern is just that. To me, this was supposed to be the final battle. Mm-hmm. You know, she even says, "Have you seen the trailer for the next episode, Ben?" Yeah, I have. We've had the Great War, yeah. now we're going to the final one. It's like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> the, who gives a fuck about the final war? Yeah, D- does, does anybody actually care? I mean, I, it might just be me, apathetic at this point, that I've spent so long with this story. Do you actually care if John sits on that throne? No. Do you actually care if Daenerys sits on the throne? No, I just want Cersei to die. Right, so you, just, you don't want Cersei to sit on the throne? So it's just no. ap- apathy at this point. It's like, I don't care about that storyline. So why, if 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 well uh, you know, 
Danny, what did you think? Cer Cersei is the mad queen. Yeah. What do I think about what? Do you go <laughs> if John or Daenerys sit on that throne? Not especially. Right. So using, but plenty of people do. I'm sure a but, lot but, of people do. But I've not got them in the same call as us. So three out of three <laughs> people agree that we don't yeah. actually care as long as Cersei is not on the throne. So why is that the final war? Yeah, the throne has never really mattered to me. Why have they chosen but I want... to throw well, away I'm... the main plot in favour of a side plot? Why? But is it the main plot? Is this, this is the thing. <laughs> we oh, don't yeah, know. Yeah, he hasn't finished the books. We have no idea. Making assumptions, but yeah. it's it's heavily, heavily, heavily implied that this story is all about the long night. The coming of the long night. I mean, the, the could you imagine now if this entire episode was just a vision of Bran? Yeah, the the books and then are the, the real fight would still to happen. The the, the, the next <laughs> we all woke up. The next and this is what really happened? It was all a dream. The next books called when it eventually when it, if if it ever comes out is called the Winds of Winter. Mm -hmm. So that screams to me. Its main plot is about the long night. And then in the final book, he's called A Dream of Spring. And that screams to me that the book is about the long night. None of those titles scream to me, oh, the throne actually mattered. Like Game of Thrones, the first book, absolutely. Storm of Swords, that, sure. That Clash sounds of Kings, the opposite to me. That sounds like the books. Clash of Kings, certainly. The long night, and then there's a Feast final Crows, battle after that. You know, we, 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 we start with that, that world of swords and politics and King's Landing. And we slowly, slowly, slowly get away with it, get away from it in favour of the main story. Those that you've said that now, and that puts me more into the inkling that it wasn't. From those, from those two names, spring doesn't sound to me like the dead. A dream, dream of, spring. of spring. It's not actually spring. They're just hoping for it. Shit's really dire. It's been the, right, the, the long night. But what was that quote they said? During the when the long night comes, the the snows fall a hundred feet deep and kids are born and live and die in the dark. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, no, it lasted about eight hours. Mm -hmm. So, it really short lives. They must, they <laughs> must be like flies, these kids. And those, yeah. those snows weren't a hundred feet deep. I don't want to come across like I've been overly negative on this show and I have <laughs> oh, me too yeah <laughs> I'm the worst for it let's be honest well you're yeah, far you're more like... invested than <laughs> any of us you're, you're you're our resident Song of Ice and Fire expert <laughs> um, but yeah I, I don't want to I don't want to come across too harsh and as you said it's because it, it is because we're so passionate that we that we uh, that we judge it kind of so harshly but um, that I, I have enjoyed the journey so far of this season I have enjoyed it so far um, but you know, let down in the aspects that I've been let down in. But I'm enjoy I'm enjoying it so far, and I'm I, I'm eager to find out what comes next. I'm so invested in so many characters that I I really I'm looking forward to where they go and where they end up. And I've enjoyed you know quite a bit of the of the show so far. There's there's plenty to enjoy. Um, to point out a few, I really liked in in this latest episode. I really liked. Um, Liana's death. It was a nice little, it was a nice set piece, and it was just, it was, it was a cool moment, a nice juxtaposition in, um, in 
the size of both characters. Um, did you know that she was like only brought on for like maybe one or two episodes? I did, yeah, but yeah, she was so good. She was, they liked her so much that they kept her. Yeah, going. yeah. That's the story with uh, Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. He was supposed to die early on. I think I think he was supposed to die at the end of season one of Breaking Bad, but he was so good they kept him for a yeah uh, for the rest of the show because he was he was so good. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that was a really cool moment. I enjoyed um, like enjoyed might be the wrong word, but. Um, I liked Jorah's death because um, it felt fitting for him. As sad as it is to see a, a, a good character go, um, yeah, he was always going to die for the next. Yeah, yeah, he's been, he has and, been and a if, good character as well, hasn't he? He's, he's been, he's been a great dude. character, and if he could have chosen a way to die, that would have been it. Mm. So it, he, it, he, it, England played it well. He was really good, fantastically. Yeah, so yeah, that that felt right, and it and it was good. Um, in, in other episodes, um, I think possibly my favourite moment of this season so far is um, Brienne's nighting. Yeah. You think? Maybe, <laughs> maybe not that. my favourite favorite moment, but I, I, I really enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. it I don't know, it just, it just it I, was I a nice it was happy fitting, moment. But it's not my favourite part. It was a nice, it was a very nice moment, and I just keep, and I, and, I, and when looking <laughs> back at this season, it's, it's, it's the one moment i i look back on and, and go that, that that was nice and it, and it made me happy as a viewer yeah i was so pleased mm. for her. <laughs> yeah so pleased for her. and you know that big grin that she gave after it uh, after yeah, it was, was really happy. was just nice and um you know we've never seen brian show show any real emotion like that um so it was really nice brian speaking of brian she's so vocal when she fights she screams. She really screams and grunts. Like a, you can, yeah. even when she's not on camera, you can hear her off screen. <laughs> <laughs> when when she got knocked to the floor and Jamie had to yeah. come over. That, it was the that, same when. Yeah. It was the I same when she was about. fighting the hound. That that shot where she's just pummeling him in the face and she's just grunting away. Yeah, she's very vocal. Um, in in episode three again, sorry. Um, the moment with um, Sansa and Tyrion was really nice. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that a lot. Nice to see those two characters uh, reconcile. I don't know if they're going to form a relationship going forward. It's possible. You were the best think... of them talking about the marriages. Yeah, and I think it'd be nice if they did. It, I I have no um, qualms with that. I have no issues with with that being a, a Pauline going forward. I don't necessarily nice. want everybody to be married off with each other. Though. No, it doesn't have to. No, be but that would be. I always dislike um, like that. Ha- you know, ha- happily some... ever after thing. <laughs> Sometimes. We can have happy moments in this show. It doesn't have to be doom and gloom. No, I agree, Tyler. Yeah. yeah. You've got you've got three three. Well, yeah, no, no Greyjoys are pretty much. Oh no, oh, yeah, Yara's still alive. So technically not, but but mainly it's the three, isn't it? It's the, it's the Lannisters, the Starks, and the Targaryens, and those three are potentially going to be linked off together at the end. Oh fuck! Is it? Is it all linked off? Pretty much. Jesus Christ! The Greyjoys are still alive because obviously you got Yara. That's it. And yeah. the, and um, yeah. what's his name? Euron. Um, but apart from that, that's pretty much it. Oh, and Tali, but Tali, Sam's his last. Oh, one, uh, I think he's still alive. Um, um, not bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, little shitty boy, Aaron, Robin, Aaron. Oh, Robin, Aaron. They're a, they're a big, oh, uh, fuck Robin, Aaron. They're a big, big family. That was they're a, a main point, actually. Where was? Um, the the guy from the Vale in that fight. You know the the one who was Littlefinger went up to in the I can't remember his name. Mm. Littlefinger when he was about to get murdered. I'm Lord Protector of the Vale. Yon, I, I Yon think Royce. not. Where was he? 
I don't know who you're talking about. Jan Royce. I'm drawing a blank. Bron- bronze Jan Royce. The guy who was talking to Sansa, he has a really big... He's a big fat guy, he has a really yeah. weird chest plate. Oh, I hate him. Yeah. Where was he, though? I, mean, I, I hate, hate him, him, but where he, was he? Taking a shit. He's like the same... <laughs> yeah. He's like... He's a, he's a, like a similar character to um, the dude who had like his hair tied under his chin from earlier seasons. <laughs> yeah. All right, he's just like I don't know. Yeah, you uh, Ro- get head cut off by Theon. Sir Roderick. Yeah, Sir Roderick. I don't know why they're just so unlikable, and they're like advisors or whatever, like to how to our heroes, to our protagonists, and yet they're just so fucking unlikable. I just I hate him, and I hate that guy, the John Royce. I don't like him at all. <laughs> but I want to go back. To, I want to go back to some. How do you think Ghost survived that, Greg? Because you've seen this, the trailer for the next episode, so I. But I have no. I, I still have no idea yeah. how he's still in it. I th- I think that every time Ghost is not on screen, he doesn't exist. <laughs> so the second he's he the second he disappears off screen, he no longer exists because they don't have the budget. <laughs> so honestly, yeah. Well, yeah, Ghost can sit on the throne at the end, but yeah, I have I have no clue. It's a, it's, was, like, it's a shame as well. Jorah, Jorah came back. But yeah, it's it's a shame. You think as well about it, Ghost is still out he there. He must be like the most mistreated fucking pet on the in the planet. John mm. just John just fucks off for months and years at a time. He's like, oh, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, my, if, if, I, ghosts, if I left my dogs, I'd feel like I'd feel like shit leaving my yeah. dogs. And I'd go back to them and they'd be like, oh, why are you back? And I'd be like, oh, my heart's breaking. <laughs> Speaking of ghosts and the direwolves, though. I think um, we may have Nymeria back in the final battle. Why? Because they're going to be going with Ghost to King's Landing. It would be would be I nice. Th- I think if Nymeria showed up to fight alongside everyone, that would feel like the worst kind of fan service. It it kind of ruined the moment they had. Exactly. In the back. A little while ago. Yeah. For me, she, uh, in the yeah, she's defeats the point. <clears throat> she has her own pack now. She's she's of that world now. She she's does. Not, she might she's bring not, them with her. <laughs> she's not a pet anymore. That <laughs> just that seems ludicrous to me. I'm sorry. Now I'm saying it in my head. It sounds like fucking Twilight, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ho- I'm actually hoping it doesn't happen. Actually, now <laughs> <laughs> aren't the aren't the Starks all of them supposed to be wargs of, of various levels? Um, no. I thought I that was the I case. Didn't hear that. I mean, because I've, I've they've, heard people they've, say they've like they've got a link. They... Uh, John definitely is. Arya is right. to a much, much, much lesser extent than Bran is. Bran's obviously the fucking yeah. don. Sansa never had a long enough time with Lady to actually, I guess, mm-hmm. ever show. So, so maybe you know you might be right. Maybe. Um, and there's hints that. Um, that Shaggy Dog behaves very similarly to Rickon. So when way. Rickon's kind of like scared, sh- he runs in a straight line. Yeah, Shaggy Dog will zigzag. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Shaggy Dog like gets really kind of upset and aggressive, and you know gets his kind of like back up and stuff. So that there's there's hinting that they're more closely relate, more closely related than. Um, just kind of like surface level but yeah so mm. the, 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 there's elements I think there might have been a tiny bit of hinting that Rob had a moment with Grey Wind um, maybe during like the battles and stuff because mm. it was always saying that you know like 
Robin Greyrin Robert ride into battle with Greywind at his side and it was like they were one they were one maybe that's where maybe that's where Bran went maybe he was walking into Ghost and that's why Ghost is still alive I don't think he can walk into Ghost he can walk into anything surely nah there's, I think there's rules I'd like to see this textbook of rules I mean it's written in the it's written in fact it actually is written down because uh, what's his face Varumia Six Skin says it so he's saying that you can't, um, like, steal other people's things they've walked into. Mm. Like, I think... Ghost is password protected. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's encrypted, yeah. So, um, I think he tries to steal... Well, he's walked into Ghost? Varamir tries to steal Ghost. Because he sees Dialf and he's like, oh my god, that'd be amazing. Crims himself. Who's, gets his, who's gets his dick yeah, out. Who's um, <laughs> he's the guy. Uh, he's the kind of weedy guy. He's played by. Um... Oh, sorry, I know you. Is, yeah. is it one of the the wildlings? Yeah, yeah. The one with the from Pirates of the Caribbean. With yeah, that's the guy. That's got the wandering one. eye. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, from from the office. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking of him from. So he's. Um... That wasn't Ghost, was it? No, in the books he tries to walk into Ghost. Oh. Again, because he, he wants, not... <laughs> he wants. I know, but if you if you're gonna take anything as as being true, you should take the uh, the books, because they were both they were they were writing from the books at that point. Yeah, but not now. But so you think they just rip up the rules? No, I, it's just a, it's just a thought. But I, like I said, I, I can't keep linking it to the books because it's it's its own entity now. I, I agree. Yeah, but I think there's you know there's a a thing there where. Um, a rule was established, so to speak. Could you imagine if like, he actually did write the final two books and it was just literally like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. The entire thing is like, watch the movie, watch the TV, sorry, watch the TV series. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, just go I'm with it. genuinely, genuinely, concerned, more than I ever have been, that he's not going to finish it. Mm. I don't even know at this rate if he'll ever finish the next book. He's supposed to be almost finished with it, but... Well, he was supposed to be almost finished it before he's, Series 7, yeah, wasn't he? he was supposed to be almost finished with it years ago, so... You know. It's not not bawdy well. If you, he's got a blog. Um, <laughs> it's called Not A Blog. And, uh... It's... Clever. It's, yeah, he hides it in plain sight. He hides that area. Um, <laughs> um, he posts quite frequently. And he posts about, like, the fucking American football. And you're reading, you're tearing your hair out. You're like, stop fucking <laughs> blogging, you fucking old man. Write the book. <laughs> Sitting there blogging, he's like, feeling curious, feeling perky. And he's like, fucking... I'm <laughs> feeling like writing a novel. I don't want to know about George Martin being perky. Yeah, but he does it all the time. And he sits there and he talks about the fucking, like, the New York Giants and the whatever else. He's like, who gives a fuck? No one could. I don't think. I don't. I think even if you went and asked like the New York Giants what they cared about more is whether George Martin supported your team <laughs> or you wanted him to finish the book. I'm pretty sure they'd all say they want him to finish the book. <laughs> it's 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 not. Odd. And he also publishes a lot of other side stories as well. It's like, why are you writing that shit? Stop it. One of us is going to be wrong anyway. And 
possibly disappointed by the end of episode six. Oh, listen, but... listen. I absolutely hope that I'm wrong. I really do. Yeah. And I hope that I come out of this and I'm like, this was brilliant. I was completely wrong yeah. and I'm completely satisfied. I abs- I really do hope for that. As far as, yeah. as far as I can see right now, from, from where I currently stand, I can't see it re- redeeming, not the right word, but I can't see it rectifying yeah pulling this back for me and, and, and yeah resolving and, it in a satisfactory manner yeah yeah i don't i don't know if i'll come out of the final episode feeling completely fulfilled with it um but i'm so ready to eat my words and i as you said i hope i hope um i hope it does um mm-hmm. anyway anyway let's draw this to a close yeah so this has been fun really we should do this we'll, again in a few weeks we'll come back in three weeks or so yeah we'll speak soon Right